I'm Gene Lance, a beautiful redhead. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. That's me, Bonnie Mathias, yes. Today, there's things coming up that working families might be interested in doing. I hope so. And today, there's a rally in support of the Amazon workers. Woohoo! It's not being put on by the Amazon workers, it's being put on by some other group. But there are a meeting at 1301 Chalk Hill Road, Dallas, at 1 p.m. today. All right. All right, on March the 22nd at 5 p.m. and every Monday, Texas AFL-CIO reports on their Facebook page, and it goes on our Facebook page, too, Dallas AFL-CIO. The special this week will be on women's history. March the 25th will be the first training for election activists who are working with labor. April the 1st will be the last day to register to vote for the May 1st local elections. April the 2nd at 2.15 will be the annual Good Friday March downtown. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. It's really very good. They march around downtown with, it's a Christian thing. Right. And they have a cross, and but they also have a bunch of signs comparing what's going on today to Scripture. So they might be talking, they might go up there by the convention center where all those immigrant children are, you know, and, and put something in there, what the Bible said, you know, that you should treat the strangers in your land. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, they, that you should welcome people and treat them like humans and give them dignity, they, and respect. They compare what you know. They compare real Christianity with what's going on today in some churches. Well, and it's. I mean, if I I I read, well, York Rieger <clears throat> turned me on to the Poverty and Justice Bible. I see. Which is. Quite a bit different. It's uh, it really all of the passages that talk about poverty and justice are highlighted in orange. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of highlighting in there, and I could you I would like to give a copy to several politicians. Well, nevertheless, the annual Good Friday March is uh, being put on April the second at two fifteen p.m. downtown. I'm not sure exactly where they're going to meet. It's D A C P A T X at gmail.com. April the 7th at 11 o'clock, we expect the state workers to have their lobby day caravan. And you have to contact Michelle Goodwin about that. Uh, Or you can just contact me, genelance.org, and uh, I'll put you onto it. April the 8th is the National AFL-CIO Day of Action on the PRO Act. That's the the Protect the Right to Organize Act. April the 16th will be the Texas New Era Jobs Fair. And I can put you in touch with that, too, genelance.org. April the 19th at 10 o'clock, rally for the first day of early voting at the county courthouse, 600 Commerce in downtown Dallas. Join us, please. And the CWA will lead that as usual. It will be fun. Communication Workers of America, that's Bonnie's Union. Yes. April the 20th is the last day to apply for a ballot by mail. Yes. For the May 1st local election. Of course, you can apply now. Yes. Actually, you could apply applied January 1st. Right. And and please, I want to remind everybody who is disabled or is 65 and over, please get your application. If you need one, call me at the office or send me an email and I will mail it to you. What's your number, honey? It, <laughs> it's 214-821-8331. 214 8331 and you can help them get their application to vote I by can. mail. I will put one in the mail to them 
as quickly as they call me. I didn't know you could do that. Yes, I can. You are, you're so powerful. Oh! <laughs> okay, so April really 24th, the tech, uh, May the 1st is Election Day, and it's also International Workers' Day, and I have plans for that. I'm excited. That's Did I tell you fun. about Don Adams? I love Judge Don Adams. He he's is the greatest, the, isn't he? He's the best. We're gonna we're gonna rename this program. The it used Don, to be used to be the Workers Beat. You know, it's, now it's the Don Adams Workers Beat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don called and made a big pledge, even Thank though it's you. not even fun drive. Thank you. Well, you was, helped us reach our goal. That was terrific. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. It's your station. They love it when you call. The station manager listens. Yeah, he does. And he says. Uh, how many calls did you get today? That's what he wants to know. How many people are in, are listening and how many people wanted to get their voices out to millions of people? On KNON, the voice of the people. Yeah, That's we're not, you. We're not just on radio, 89.3 FM. Right, we're on KNON.org. Yeah, which is around the world. Yeah. We get calls from all, all of we, we got do. a call from England one time. We got a call from Sweden one time, and they were and they were comparing their health care to ours. Oh, it was sad. It's anybody <laughs> anybody in the world could call and say our health care and your health care. Ha 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 ha. Well, you got that right. <laughs> na 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 boo boo. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. American Airlines is hiring. Uh, that I got uh, the other night at the Central Labor Council meeting. You can ca- contact them on the internet. It's jobs. Dot AA.com. Those are a- union jobs, folks. AA stands for American Airlines. Yep. Well, they're part-time jobs. Well. And so I'm not sure if they'll be able to get in the union right away, but it's a way to get the foot in the door. Absolutely. The airline industry says it's taking off now that they've gotten two gigantic bailouts from the government. <laughs> now they say we're not going to lay people off and we're going to start hiring. Yeah. So if you're, if you're interested in working for American Airlines, the people that work there like it. Yeah. Uh, they work yeah. pretty hard. Yeah, they do. But the people that work there stay. So if you're interested in getting a job at American Airlines, it's jobs.aa.com. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Dean, this is Imani. Hey, Imani. Hi, Imani. Imani, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Well, I'm sitting up here Googling, and I am very concerned about our country that I love. I'm black. I served the Army, Navy honorably. Still waiting on Donald Trump at the Capitol. He ain't showed up yet. Him and Bill Nick. I mean, not but Donald Trump. Uh-huh. He ain't showed up. He didn't show up at the war either. All he do. And you know, he hasn't made a statement about the racism uh, about the, those those women getting killed. Cause he don't care. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. Is it fair to call Donald Trump the head racist in America? Ooh, hey, Monty, so. is that fair? Well, no. He's you know what I found out? The uh, Donald Trump. Is not the head Hitler. I mean, racist. Well, what he's doing, what Donald Trump is doing is he's trying to, he, he's activating the top. Yeah, activating. You don't look at the dollar bill. Look at the top. It's middle. And the bottom is the middle. Guess what? All my gun people and me and all those other warriors, we own the bottom. The people that I got 200 and something, let me say, 614 billionaires in America. Mm-hmm. Population of 3.4. We can Google now. You won't read, so Google. So all you gun people out there. I love this country. We build on a house. We're going to hell on a rocket ship because we won't learn the truth. We, I, I've never seen so many poor white people in my life. I feel sorry for you because we, you, we fall for the same day. Those people 
coming from uh, South America, I mean America, because America is one continent, it's not a, a country. And I read a book called Gary Well, The Dark Alliance. You got to realize who started that war over there and why those people are running. And if we fix their country, they won't come over here. But I know something else. Somebody got to build the infrastructure. The next big deal coming to America is the infrastructure. That's right. Yes, I'm they are. That is, I'm glad you emphasize that, Imani, because now that they're through with the handouts, they are actually talking seriously about creating some jobs in America. Well, they're they're, gonna, they're trying I'm to get an infrastructure bill passed. Mm -hmm. Please wait at the board, my boy, you and Bonnie. If they're coming over here, make sure they organize. So we, if they're not organizing they're all over the place, they can be used. But if they go, they go come anyway. Make That's sure right. we, we organize it. And make sure we keep the station on because the next thing they're going to do when they find that Imani's not dead and sleep anymore, they're going to cut you off, brother. So I'm going to keep my ties coming in and helping the station. But that's what you do when you're in, in recon like I was. You cut off people's communication so they can't don't have nothing to say. All right. Appreciate All right. your call. Thank you, Imani. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. We want to shout out to Ryan Haney and Steve Ruiz. Ryan's I love a, those guys. Ryan's a teamster. I think Steve's yes. IBEW. Yes, he? he is. That's the uh, electrician's union. Yes. They both spoke out in Tarrant County about a Startlegram article in which they said <laughs> that the governor is bypassing essential workers and going ahead and vaccinating somebody else. The essential workers are the ones that are keeping the economy going, and they're the ones that are most likely to get it. And they're the most likely the ones to spread it. And they're the ones that are not getting vaccinated. And they're not what getting vaccinated. What is the deal? Oh, the problem is that the, <sighs> that the governor heard that they were workers. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> oh I get it. If they okay. said, well, we're certain rich people. Then you would have got the that thing. That would have been right? all right. I mean, I know people that are driving to Oklahoma to get a bloody vaccine. Yeah, really. And he yeah. drove to Houston. People drove are driving today, all, all right? the suburbs. Well, to... Because uh, right. I'll go. Because the vaccines are, are hard to get in the cities, and that's because the cities are Democrat and the governor's a Republican, or at least that's one theory. So I have I have a new name for uh, the governor and his and his followers, and they're called mask holes, mask holes, and COVIDiots. <laughs> I see. And that's because you don't like the way that they're handling the vaccine. Well, if you're not going to wear a mask, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. So mask hole, COVID idiot, kind of goes together. Goes I like together. it. Yeah. All right. The governor says you don't have to wear a mask. He's an idiot, and, too. Uh, <laughs> and, and you don't. No. But the truth is, if you care about anybody else. Or yourself. It's for that matter. Yeah. You know, we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. 972-647-1893. The editors of the Washington Post are encouraging the Biden administration to reform taxes so that the wealthy will get fewer breaks. What? I, for one, want them to, as much as they can, bring back the inheritance tax. They've been cutting back the inheritance tax and cutting it back and cutting it back. And so uh, it hasn't hit the rich nearly as hard as it used to. Yeah. It, no, it hurts. It hits people who uh, may have just a little bit of wealth that they want to leave their kids, uh, they make sure that they get that the government gets their share. And just on the subject of taxing, 
I love this. The head of the Federal Reserve wants to, to make a worldwide corporate income tax, which when you think about it, that's, that's genius. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. But here's what's been going on. One country cuts corporate taxes, and then all the corporations move over there. Then another country cuts corporate taxes, and all the corporations move over there. That's right. And when Mr. Trump was president, he cut corporate taxes to try to get the corporations to move back over here. But it didn't work. And then what happens <laughs> is that the corporations just keep moving around, That's and right. they get richer and richer and richer yeah. and richer, and uh, nobody taxes I them. I like that. I like that. A worldwide corporate tax. That way they can't escape. That way they so, get taxed at some some fair rate so if everywhere. It's, if it's worldwide, does that mean when everybody pays the taxes, we distribute it worldwide? Is that correct? I suppose so. I would think. I mean, there I you go. I suppose so. I think that's good. And another thing on taxes. The effective rate on poor homes, according to the Washington Post, the effective rate on poor homes for taxes is twice that of rich homes. What the? And it's, it's not because it's not because it's written that way into the law. I think what happens is that people who live in poor homes tend to move more. Yeah. And apartment dwellers, for example, move more. Right. And every time they move, every time something resells, the price goes up. And every time the price goes up, the evaluation goes up. Yeah. Even though the tax rate may be the same. The evaluation in the poor areas keeps going up and up and up. Rich people, they got a 40-room mansion. They don't move around very much. Nope. And so nobody knows how much their house is worth. And, and, you and know, it doesn't get reevaluated. Right. And us folks that live in the areas where there is massive development, your, your neighborhood, mm -hmm. development on the way in my neighborhood, uh, we're the ones that that have to watch our appraisals and make sure that we don't get hit with a huge increase on our property taxes because of what they've built around us. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that we take pictures and fight those and say, no, you can't do that to me. I was here first. I see. 972-647-1893 if you want to get your two bits in. Uh, the station loves it when you call, 972-647-1893. On the racial justice front, Marvin David Scott III of McKinney Jesus. apparently was suffocated by seven detention officers after being arrested. Guess what he was arrested for? He, he had a joint. He had one joint. Uh, and marijuana. they killed him because he had a joint. Ain't that great? And uh, they. Ooh. Oh, let's mention. Hold up, hold up. Let's mention. He was black. Yes, I forgot to mention <gasps> that. And they weren't. Uh, four Louisiana, Louisiana, four Louisiana state troopers are being charged with beating up a black man who had already surrendered. And the reason they got these these policemen is because they were all bragging about it on text. Oh my God! And uh, somebody got their texts. Uh, that was in the Washington Post too. The Anti-Defamation League, that's one of the organizations that keeps track of racism. Tries to. Says that hate messages in 2020 were higher than any year, at least in the last decade. And guess where the largest growth of hate groups has come from? Uh, Mississippi? No, Texas! We're going. number one again! The Texas-based Patriot Front there was the worst offender. And that was in the Dallas Morning News. Uh, 
these guys are these guys are crazy. They just yeah. got it. I saw it in the paper this morning. They just arrested another person because they, you know, the the FBI now has sent out all these photos, enhanced photos of these people that they're looking for mm-hmm. that were involved in the uh, insurrection on January the sixth, and. It's amazing. People are going, hey, I know that guy. He yeah. lives at. <laughs> and so they're I picking mean, him up. Yeah, one guy, his son this... turned him in. Yeah, is, yeah, and he was from here. From Plano, yeah. Uh-huh. The uh, the guy that just got arrested threw a, threw a flagpole. You know, on the end of some flagpoles is a little wooden thing. It looks like a spear head. Yes. You know? Yes. And so he threw his spear at, the, at, the, at an officer. And, oh, but uh, you know, they were... They were all... He's going to say he was just a journalist. It was just... Oh, that's the other two guys. Yeah, I like that. They'll go, I'm a journalist. Really? No, a lot of them were saying that. Well, you were beating that guy on the ground? Were you a journalist? Yeah, well, we wanted to see what he would do. Oh, I see. (laughs) That's how journalism works. I get you. Well, I asked Imani a while ago if if, uh, Mr. Trump was the head racist in America. And Imani said no. But I don't know. I would like to know what other people think because... This stuff didn't just come out of the blue. What happened is that there is a lot of racism. There's a lot of hate in America, and there always has been ever since they uh, ever since they began enslaving black people back in 1640 or something like that. So uh, 1619. They just, but they just encouraged it. It wasn't really Mr. Trump's fault. He just took advantage of it. It was Mr. Reagan that did it. He put together a coalition of rulers and racists. Back when I was a kid, the Republican Party was just uh, 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 very much like the Democratic Party. And people would pick one or the other based, you know, just on their just on their outlook. If they were either rich people or they thought they were going to get rich, then they would tend to lean toward the Republicans. In fact, I did. My first vote was for a Republican. Really? So, so uh, that's the way it was then. But then in 1980, Mr. Trump, Mr. Reagan put together a coalition where he got everybody who hated the civil rights movement. That's right. I remember and that. And brought them into the Republican Party. Now they've taken it over. Yes. Yes, they Good morning. Are. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi. I'm on my car phone, so do I need to turn the radio down? No, yes, we hear please. you pretty good. Yeah, but do turn the radio okay, down. Great. Okay. Okay. This is Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, Bonnie. I love you. Your sense of humor pretty much matches mine and my mom's. <laughs> you find the things funny, but they're not funny, but they, you just have to laugh at them to keep from crying. Screaming. <laughs> I want to talk on the issue about Mr. Scott being um, murdered in Collin County Jail. Of course, I, am, I live in Collin County. I'm not going to specify where. If I say too much, people will know who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, whole law enforcement organization in Collin County, specifically in one town, they're rotten. They refuse to investigate my son's unattended death because of his background. So I, I, I have nothing but but thumbs down for them. So I'm not surprised. In fact, I'm, I'm just really glad it's coming to light. I hate someone had to lose a son. But now they say there's seven deaths that happened, and they've covered it up. Oh, my so for gosh. that sheriff to stand there and say he wants, he's going to give transparency, what about the other six? 
Right. I'm sure they were black or brown. I'm mm-hmm. going to get off now and, and let someone else get on the line. I love no, you stay guys. on. Stay yeah, on for a minute. Tell us, tell us more about your son. He had a background of being uh, an addict. Of course, that, that everyone in McKinney knew that. But he was going straight. He lived with me. I, I knew when he was using, and I know when he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I found in a friend of mine, uh, of his, found him in his room. Everything had been cut off. He was a noisy music kind of person. The internet had been, line had been cut, and he had an internet phone. So this was someone that knew him and knew his ways. And I, he was in that house for, for a, a week, and I didn't know he was deceased. But they wouldn't investigate. So for I'm a feeling week. that. Yes, because everything was, the door was locked. We respected each other's privacy. So I thought he had gone out with some friends because. That's just kind of what he would do sometimes. But finally, a, a, a friend of his came over. She said, I know he's in there. So we broke the door down, and he was in there. He had no way to communicate. I believe he would probably have called out, even if he couldn't say anything but goodbye, Mom. He did not He did not do an overdose. He knew enough about the his drug of choice of 17 years how not to overdose. Someone brought him something. And all, everybody said there was bad drugs on the street. Yeah. And mm-hmm. someone forced him to take that. But I could not get them to investigate. Now, when when you were when you were dealing with law enforcement about that, how did they treat you? I mean, were the, were you treated you in a civil way? Uh, civil, but dismissive. When oh, you I find see. some evidence, this is the detective's exact word. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Excuse me, but that's your job. Yeah, isn't that what they're supposed to do? Is find the mm-hmm. bloody evidence? We're at, yes, we're have to take a break. I want to tell you this. One of his very good friends came to tell me what happened. Two days later, he was set on fire and murdered. <gasps> they didn't want to investigate that either. Yeah. They need to investigate oh, things in, up oh there in Collin yeah, County. I'm, 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 not, I'm, not through, I'm not through with them. I'm just looking for somebody to take the case. Lee Meredith's big name, but I need somebody that will go after the police department for not investigating my son's murder. He was murdered also. Y'all have a great day. I love your show. I'm going to send you some money out of my cell. I love you. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Renee. Thank you, Renee. We'll have to take a break. Be right back. Which is all about things from the point of view of working families. Which is most of us, you we know. Have, we have been talking about uh, the rise of hate crimes. Oh I think God. that the uh, Dallas Peace and Justice Center has an action at the Grassy Knoll. And I'm trying to remember, I think it's at 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Okay. And that would be against the anti-Asian uh, hate crimes that are going around. Then they have another one on Tuesday, uh, and I think it'll be at the convention center, and it has to do with the immigrant children that are in the convention center right now. So uh, congratulations to the Dallas Peace and Justice Center for yes, trying is. to do something about what's going on. Uh, and, you know, these I've heard people talk about these babies in at the convention center. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, these are babies. Okay, they are 15, 16 years old and younger. No, some of them are six years old. Six years old, Uh six years old. 
and their parents gave them to someone to get them away from where they were because it was dangerous. They want something better for their kids. I'm reading a I'm reading a book right now called Dispossessed, and it's about asylum seekers. Mm-hmm. Y'all, what they got? I'm just like three chapters in, and what these people go through to try to make get away from where they are and make a better life it's horrible yeah. it's horrible i i'm just i'm i can't read a whole lot of it because it's just it's soul crushing and everybody tries to separate that from the racism you issue. cannot separate it you mm-hmm. cannot separate it what happened in atlanta i don't care what that boy says and that sheriff needs to be slapped with something he's already been removed he had a bad day you know when i have a bad day gene i have a piece of chocolate yeah i don't go out and kill eight people don't kill eight people (laughs) authorities are trying to decide if murdering six asian women is a hate crime they can't decide two customers two customers and six asian women 972-647-1893 to get your two bits in good morning thanks for calling knon Yes, good morning, Gene. Hi. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, sir. Let me ask you a question. How come the police and the fire can have a union, but the average Joe, well, they don't want you to have a union because so they can attack you individually? Well, actually, in Texas, they're not really unions. They're associations uh, because they do not have a collective bargaining agreement. Uh, Yeah, but... But they Everybody do, they do organize. The mm-hmm. Everybody was rolling in the 50s when they had unions for, mm-hmm. for all of us, right? But we, that's how they made you weak. Now uh, they pass right to work laws and they can deal with you individually instead of as a group. Mm-hmm. You gotta have power when you organize and you fight in the issue as a group. Right. So that you're absolutely right. You have to organize That's if right. you expect expect to get anything. Because the, the one person talking about themselves just does not get much done, do they, brother? No, they don't. And another thing, too, uh, uh, I never smoke cigarettes. I don't drink. And I don't drug because uh, I try to stay busy where I don't have any time to waste. And I'm trying to teach it, that concept to my grandkids. I tell my grandkids that life has to have a purpose. You've got mm-hmm. to be patient. You've got to be persistent. You've got to persevere. And you've got to perfect. And once you achieve perfection, you can do a lot of things. You can be, you can create your own dream. When I was a kid, back in the 60s, all I ever wanted was a chemistry set. But my mother and I couldn't buy it. It cost it cost ninety nine ninety nine in nineteen sixty one. Oh dear, that's a lot so of money. That's a lot of money. Well, I made my mind a chemistry set, and I produce and I perfect the things that I want, and I gain. Absolutely, that's. I mean, and you get you you made yourself. Uh, what you are today and now you're taking that knowledge and teaching it to your grandchildren and that's so important because we need well, people who have thinking who have critical thinking skills i'm glad he's well, teaching I, them to organize I, I fell in love with books mm-hmm. 
I tell them, get smart. I'll get smarter. Good. That's Thanks good. for your time. Thank, Thank you. you. You have a and great day. And you can day. call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? 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 Yes. You're on the air. Mr. Blackhawk. Hey, Blackhawk. I'm trying to get to a number. I got a number called the Amnesty International. They've been hitting me in New York City. The number is 212-807-8400. You have human rights issues in Dallas. I was trying to be down there on April 1st with the Wild Food. You have it every year. Uh, the Indian movement. So these kids are coming over here because of, uh, you know, Chris in Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala, and Father Romero. You remember Father Romero? Stop the kidding. Stop the kidding. For the sake of God, stop the kidding. That's why mm-hmm. they're Salvador. Yeah. Father Romero. It's almost and the anniversary of that. Uh, Monsieur Romero was killed. I think in early yeah, April. Yeah, it's murdered. Yeah, it's El Salvador. It's murdered. The death squad died up. So Father Romero, they're trying to get him uh, canonized to a, uh, you know, sainthood. Yeah. So a lot of I bad things that, happening. Listen, Gene, I remember the night at, at that uh, Holy Cross Catholic Church in San Diego, Teresa. She used that, used that, no, that was killed in uh, uh, Nicaragua. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It's you know that? Yes, Blackhawk. Yes. So call in number 212-807-8400. You have human rights issues in Dallas. You're picking people up, putting them in prison. For years and years, and put that DNA and all like that. You let them go. That's who's been ahead of me. And Mohammed, uh, uh, my Mohammed never been ahead of me. All right. Thank you. Eight four zero zero. Call that number. All right. Have a chance to Okay. Thank, Thank you, Blackhawk. Black Thank you very much. 972-647-1893. Uh, we are talking mostly about hate crimes, and somehow or another, we got off on immigration. But they're very, well, very closely associated. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, they are so closely associated. And these folks in Atlanta. They can talk all they want to about this boy's sex addiction or whatever, but who he murdered were Asian women. Mm-hmm. What, uh, uh, what part of racism do you not understand? Well, they're still saying that they can't make up their mind. If it's How can crime. you not make up your mind when someone walked? And he was in the first spa for mm-hmm. an hour before the shooting before started. Before he started killing people. And he also drove by some others yes. that didn't have Asian women in them. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Almost two hundred anti-lynching bills have come before Congress to directly criminalize lynching. But if you're Ron Johnson, <laughs> but none of them has passed. No, because that, that was in the morning news. And Ron John is it Ron Johnson that said that it was a <laughs> it was a uh, uh, a tool of justice. I, I believe have, I have a quote from him here. Oh, there you go, Senator Ron Johnson. Quote: I'm not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah, I'm going to quote Kathy Bates from uh, American Horror Show. Lies, lies, 
<laughs> that was a television program. Yeah, American Horror Story is a, a series of uh, really cool about, stories. About horrors. Yes, okay. and, and Kathy Bates plays a 180-year-old uh, witch. Yeah, I think and, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And you yeah. admire this. <laughs> I do, because she's just so dang mean. She's a and, strong woman. Yeah. Yeah, she was until this witch got her, and now she's not so strong anymore. 972-647-1893. Violent extremists pose an elevated threat, according to a new Intel report. And that was in the morning news. So so we have racism from just a casual comments <laughs> all the way down to killing people. Yep, yep, we and, got it all right here in Texas. And, and I was trying to explain how this started. Actually, the Republican Party put together a coalition of the rich people that they already had. Okay. And the backlash from the civil rights movement. This occurred mostly in 1980. Uh. And they didn't think at that time that the racist element was going to just take over the party. But that's pretty Where much... Where were they wrong? <laughs> well, there's more of them. Well, there's not that many rich people. No, but there's more racists. Yeah. So and, they just pulled those into the fold. So nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you want to call and make your comment, maybe you oh maybe you have God. a better understanding of this than me I, and Bonnie do. How can you understand it? You know, I don't know. I'm, I've tried. I don't get it. Let's talk about racism in terms of voting rights, Ooh. because this is a quote from the new senator, Reverend Ralph Warnock, the new senator from Georgia that I helped get elected. I helped, too. He said, quote, we are witnessing right now an unabashed assault on voting rights, unlike anything we have seen since the Jim Crow era. He's right. That's right. There's 250 some odd bills in various legislators, mm -hmm. legislatures, mm -hmm. uh, primarily Republicans, yeah. and according to uh, what's his name, Jeffers, here Glomer in the Dallas Jeffers. Morning News, Glomer Jeffers, yes. yeah, he says that Dallas, uh, Texas, is the very center of this whole. I think we have like 130 or something like that. It's so like 136, uh, I have heard, uh, but they're not all the bad bills. These are just 136 bills. On uh, voting rights. Right. And some of them are not bad. No. Uh, uh, Ms. Mesa from Irving has Terry. got one. Yeah. No. Uh, Jessica Gonzalez, my, my rep, has a good one. Hers, hers would give uh, people a parking space if they're disabled. So you can do the vote, the uh, uh, curbside voting. Yeah, curbside voting is legal already. Yes, but, but we don't But they don't have give any... you a place to park your car. Because usually... It's so insane. Why would you have the the handicapped parking places as far away from the door as possible? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so confused. So you know, they, I went, they, they got the right to curbside vote, but they can't do but it. But they can't get there. Because they can't yeah. get their car up there. You know, up there at the uh, Star, the Star uh -huh. in Frisco, that's Jerry Jones World. Uh, we, my friend goes to the doctor in Frisco about once every two or three months, and I take her up there. And uh, we uh, we decided we were going to go to lunch one day at Mikosina at the uh, at the Star. Mm -hmm. There's just one problem. There's no handicap parking. There's no valet. There's no nothing. I so see. we went somewhere else. All right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, uh, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Hi. 
I have a question that I'd like to pose to you all and the listening audience and anybody else who wants to answer. Uh, is it possible that the mass migrations that are taking place on the southern border of the U.S. at this time are caused by the people of the U.S.? By, uh, first of all, the destabilization of the economies in that part of the world by NAFTA. And then, second of all, the encouragement and destabilization, uh, directly and indirectly, of the drug industry, uh, which has caused the gang fights, which is running people out of that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, could, uh, could you give me a uh, your assessment of that uh, uh, interpretation? Yeah, and we'll ask the radio audience, too, to ask, Are the is the United States responsible for what's happening in those other countries that makes people want to leave. What do you think, Bonnie? Some of them. Yes, sir. Uh, El Salvador. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the guy that just Blackhawk just called. Yep. Because he remembers when the Reagan administration was sponsoring a government there that was frankly just killing everybody that yeah. spoke up. It's, it's, it's uh, definitely racist. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene Bond. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, uh, one of the things that uh, working class white folks don't understand is that if you're not making $15 an hour, the Republican Party is not for you. <laughs> if you make less than whatever, seventy dollars or $80,000 a year that made you eligible for the stimulus, mm-hmm. the Republican Party is not for you. That's right. The Republican Party is the party of the plutocrat, the... To 10% of the Americans that own 80% of the wealth. Mm-hmm. They do not represent the working class, the middle class, and that includes the majority of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's white, black, Latino, whatever. But they, so have got, they have got some poor people that vote for them. How did that happen? Uh, well, you know, there's always going to be a misguided group of people within any group depending upon the number of people in the group. If you got 100 people, you're going to have probably two or three misguided ones. But mm-hmm. my point is, uh, they're voting against their own selves when they support politicians who do not support bills and legislation that support them. I see. Okay. You know, they're shooting their own self in the face, in the foot. Okay. Because you got to wind it up because they want us to take a break. Go ahead. Right. Well, you can't substitute... Uh, Racism or reality. But they do. A lot of times they do. But they do. we got to take a break. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks. Have a great day. A boy's born in hot time, Mississippi. Wake up in the morning. 445. The alarm clock is relentless, for goodness sakes, alive. Back to the old We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Of course, we're talking about everything from the point of view of working families. And the last brother brought up something that he said that the Republican Party only represents the very rich. This is kind of, this is crazy, but it's true. There is a group of attorney generals from Republican states, and they are suing the federal government because... Oh. 
They want to take the federal giveaway that just just passed. Yes. And and cut taxes for the rich people in their. They want to take that and use it for their local schools and stuff, and and give a tax cut to the rich. No. So, so, Big fat no. But they they're in they're in court right now. Oh my lord. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Oh, hey morning. Good morning. You know, uh, I was noticing uh, that. Uh, the uh, Texas legislature, you remember how uh, uh, Senator Cruz was trying to, uh, uh, they, during the uh, election challenges, uh, the, the old concept of states' rights was that every state was independent, but when they were doing the vote challenges, uh, weren't they trying to challenge the votes of other states? Yep. And so it's, it cracks me up because uh, just the other day they're saying that Texas is trying to make it illegal for uh, California to do, uh, to do different laws. That's right. So, so it, it is pretty amazing. And, you know, I was looking at the, uh, I think it was the, is it the Texas Tribune down there? Yes, in Austin. Yeah, they had a big article yesterday uh, about the... Um, uh, Texas legislature and all of the different conflicts of interest in oh, If you yeah. get a chance to read it, it's amazing. We uh, live they, it. They, <laughs> yeah, they, they, we don't they, even they, have they, to read about it. We live it. <laughs> right, yeah. and Well, they name names. And it's, you know, I heard you talking about, you know, you had the previous caller, uh, and he was uh, trying to, uh, you know, measure out whether or not there was uh, interference in other nations. Mm -hmm. Well, with the way this, this article is laid out, this is the one from yesterday. The headline is, uh, Texas Company Behind Huge... Oh, excuse me, I'm reading the wrong headline. Uh, it's, it's the one from yesterday. Uh, Texas Chief Energy Regulator Fiercely Defended Fossil <laughs> Fuels. Yeah. And he's got, they've got conflicts of interest. And right. apparently Texas has no, con no laws about conflicts of interest. So the, the railroad commissioner, the state legislature, the governor, the attorney general, they've all got energy stocks, yet they're trying to uh, get away with murder in what just happened with the big freeze down there and the overcharging of, of electrical bills. Mm -hmm. And so when you start looking at interference in other countries, uh, obviously if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. That's gotcha. a true fact. Give them an inch and they'll take them out. What's the, what's the scariest five months of every other year in Texas? It's when the legislature is in, in session. By the way, today's the vernal equinox. So it's the first day of spring. First day of spring. We want to caution people you are not allowed to take off your clothes and run up and down the streets. You're not? On vernal equinox. No, Why not? You're, you're still not allowed to do that. Why not? I don't understand. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You should be allowed to do that. I think. Here's what the morning news says about the uh, about the voter uh, suppression. They say, "quote What we see in Austin is a series of bills that seemingly do little to reduce voter fraud, even while creating new obstacles for people to vote." I think that's very clear. Yep. They are actually trying to stop people from voting. It's not just everybody. If you have a nice Mostly. car, if you have a nice car and you have plenty of time, you, you can no vote car. in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But if you are not rich, 
You're screwed. There's, <laughs> there's going to be more and more limitations on you voting. If you're disabled, they're trying to stop you from voting. Yep. If you're old, they're trying to stop you from voting. Yep. If you're black, they're trying to stop you from voting. They want, they want you. This is, I find this so hilarious. They want you to prove that you're disabled. Yeah. That's against the law. They can't ask those questions. But they're trying to make a law that, so that and they, they can't. can't. It's federal law. We have a caller. Oh. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Can I win? Good morning. How y'all doing? All right. Um, you know, sometimes everybody, anybody ever told you, Gene, you're staring at the tree so much you can't see the forest in front of you? Yeah. Okay. I think that's really what we got going on in America. Mm. Us white people complaining about our problems, or blacks, Chinese, and people that are in the economic system really good and kind of making okay money from, on a different scale. We so focus on our individual problems, we don't look at the forest that's in front of us. And the forest is not the Democrats. It's not the Republicans. It's capitalism. When capitalism came to the Western Hemisphere, if you'll remember, it corralled all the people that was there, either killed them, put them on a reservation. Well, mm -hmm. capitalism wasn't happy with taking everything around them and putting them on a little reservation. They wanted the prime part of the reservation, too. So they split up the collective of the nation and made each individual Native American own an individual plot of property. So that's how they took the interior of the Native Americans, the first people here that capitalism encountered. So if you want to see what's the real future of capitalism, not the Democrats, not the Republicans, the poorest, look at what's being done to the Native Americans. And my question before I go off the air is, the economic infrastructure program you're talking about, that's fixing to come forward. Do you think any part of that, or somebody's going to add to it, the Navajo Nation gets water. The Indian Nation people get streets with an address so they can register to vote. Do you think that's going to be a part of the plan? Look I at what's like happening to, to so. the Native Americans. Look what's happened to the Native Americans. Yeah. That's okay. our future. That's why capitalists... All right. And I think he's made a really good point, I especially have. because the new Secretary of the Interior is, is, Native a, is a Native American. I love so that. I'm, I'm hoping I'm we'll so see some improvement. And, and so do so all excited. the Native Americans. Yes. Hey, Gene, uh, could you repeat the information for the Amazon worker rally today? A caller wanted to know more about it. Yes. Well, all I have is the address. That'll do. And at one uh, let's see. It's at 1301 Chalk Hill Road. I think that's where the where the. I think uh, there's a distribution center there. Well, well, there's Walmart there at 1301 Chalk Hill Road. Right. There's also I think there may be an Amazon distribution center there too. It's somewhere close. Yeah. 1301 Chalk Hill Road today, one o'clock, in support of the Amazon workers and in in, uh, in Alabama that are trying to organize. It would be the biggest union that uh, Amazon ever has. That's the 29th, I think, is the. The day... That's when we're supposed to find out how okay. the vote went. Well, that'll be the end of the vote. Okay. And when they release the results will be, you know, sometime around the end of the month. So it's a big fight, and people would like to organize Amazon. We get callers that work at Amazon. They say yeah. it's very hard, very hard work there. It is. I mean, th think about, yeah, you're making $15 an hour. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. But most of them still don't have any benefits. They do make $15 an hour, and that's pretty recent, and I think that's part, of the, part of the pressure that's come from the Fight for 15 movement. Yes. That's come up, yes. come up all over America, and it's a good thing. It's about time. When Bonnie and I leave, don't call. We're going to leave in one minute. <laughs> <laughs>
And don't call for the next 10 minutes because we'll be gone. That's right. Uh, they but make us still, leave. You can still listen because Gene is going to have, what's your podcast today? Well, uh, I go on for another 10 minutes right, today right. about voting rights. Oh, because, good. Because uh, it's a very critical issue, uh, and Texas is a very, very important part of it. And uh, if we want democracy, we're going to have to organize. We have to fight for it. Yeah. And one way you can help organize is by joining with the AFL-CIO in the present election fight. They're looking for volunteers right now. Contact me at genelance.org, and I'll help you find Maria, Mariah Warwick. That's right. Who and will Mariah hook can, you up. Mariah will hook you up, and she will she'll train you. She'll, she's awesome. Well, so let's win these elections, yes. and let's get behind labor, yes. because labor organizing is the force that can save America, and that's, that's right. what we have to do. That's right. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. Bye.